0: What's up, everybody? Coming to you straight out of the DBTA
1: sound room, we're bringing you another episode of the Music Podcast Deluxe. That's right. Muck and Dre are back, baby. And we're ready to blow your mind. Woo! In Season 2, we're going to keep doing what we do best. And that's talking about concerts, records, experiences, and everything in between. Make sure you stay up to date by hitting subscribe, because we're going to have some kick-ass guests coming your way. So stay a while and make some time for music. We got a guest with us today. We do. It's not just. uh, It's not. Not just me and you. We're talking video game soundtracks, old and new. We have Mr. Christopher Benjamin. Hi, hi, world. We brought in the expert, as close to an expert as we could. We didn't have the budget. No, (laughs) we have. That's 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 very true. (laughs) And we're due for a hangout anyways that's one, really way or, one way or another yeah, so, so it's a kind of one stone He's got a Twitch stream Twitch feed What do you call it? It's a it's a Twitch stream It's a stream It's a stream It's a feed It's a channel He plays video Twitch games channel, that's right, yeah. It's a Twitch channel It's a Twitch channel He plays video games For people to watch live Which is really cool He's very funny So you go check out Pony Plays. How do you spell that? P-W-N-Y
2: Plays Because Long story Typo. The P is too close to the P on the uh, to the O on the keyboard. I don't think it was a typo. Huh? I think you meant it. No, well, I mean it was intentional. But the history of the term pwn started when the word the letter O was too close to the letter P on the keyboard. Is that, that so? Yeah. So it'd be like I owned you, but you'd always type P instead of O. So that server. ended up sticking. It came from typos, dude. It works, works. works for me. Yeah, yeah, That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So pony place because well, that my gamer tag is My Little Pony. So, what, I thought it was funny when I killed people in PvP games, yeah. it's degrading to them. <laughs> you get killed by someone with a yeah. name like My Little Pony. I um,
0: hate fucking shitty names like Scrotum, <laughs> Bagger, or some crazy shit. You come around a corner and blast you, and you just get it gets super under your skin. infuriated. Yeah.
2: Gamer tags are interesting. I once had, in one day, I played with two people not related, didn't know each other. One guy, his name was Raging Catholic, and the other guy's name was Raging Rectum. I shit you not, same day, two Guardians that I met from
1: different places in the world. I should mention, actually, just, I will sound like an amateur tonight. That's fine. Usually I'm pretty well informed and I have a a good idea of what I'm talking about. But tonight is, I'm going to sit back and I'm I'm slacking tonight. Well, look, I mean... You guys are the gamers here. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't play. I, I grew up playing games. I don't play anymore. But you still
2: have games that, I mean, we're not going to limit ourselves at what's going on now.
1: We're gonna no, of course. The whole spectrum. Well, look, There I, is a spectrum. I started the, with an old of Which Muslim I'm realism. part of, a very small part of. <laughs> there is a spectrum. Yeah. yeah but I, it, I still, getting into this topic and thinking about doing a, uh, an episode on video game soundtracks, I started to think about The concept behind putting music on top of something that somebody's playing. Because, I mean, you have movie soundtracks kind of serve a similar purpose as the matching mood and kind of getting into a vibe of what what you're doing or what they're trying to show you. But with video games, you have to take that song and make it so that somebody could play it a hundred or a thousand times over and still love it. I mean, you think about Super Mario Brothers standing the test of time. Like you, you can't separate the soundtrack from the video game as far as measuring success. Would do you guys think that Mario would have done like even half as good had that soundtrack been something completely else or something different? Something like had they chose a wrong soundtrack? You think that that game could hold its own without it? Well,
0: I think. There's a pretty simple test you can do, which is mute the TV and try to play any like NES game. It's really not enjoyable.
1: It's not as fun.
0: No, it's not. And I think that's kind of some of the problem that people have today with mobile games is that a lot of people play with the sound off.
2: That's right. So the
0: sound is just an afterthought. Oh, shit, we got to put some background music in or it's outside of the norm. So we're going to whip something up and throw it in. And uh, we know that people are going to turn it off anyway, so we don't really give a shit what it sounds like. Mind you, there's some exceptions, right? But... More often than not, uh, that's that's what we've become, and we're looking at you know new console games and PC stuff, and that's pretty much if it's not something composed, it's a straight someone's song, some that an artist they've paid to license a track, and they just put it in the game.
2: That's it. They just they're finding ways to to fill out the noise. I mean, look at all the sports games. Like, there's no original music in any of the sports games. It's like it's a it's a radio, and and. It serves its good purpose because like there's, there's, there's no theme that you need to set for a lot of these types of things. Like they want to create their own themes their own way. And like the games that have an environment or a theme oftentimes have like really good music. Okay.
1: I I want to spend some time. Excuse me. I want to spend some time this episode talking about games using other artists' songs on them. So let's put a flag there. But for this, for the time being now, think about it from the artist perspective, so the the composer of the game, okay, uh, the, the composer of the music for the game, do you feel it's the same kind of process as writing like a really good pop song? And I'm talking classics. Think about the Mario theme, okay? Is it the same kind of magic that's going on there, like a, a really, like a legendary pop song like Beatles Help? Is that the same kind of thing that's happening with the Super Mario Brothers theme as far as like melody and structure and like is that it? I'm asking the question, I'm not sure. It's very possible. Like a lot
2: of the notes that they use in it when they write it, like, you know, at least in Super Mario, very much serves like a a happier vibe, like tempo
1: sticks in your head.
2: They're pleasant notes to hear. Yeah. Like almost unanimously in there. So I I could see that happening. I could see potentially – like I always say, I think there's some crazy coked out Japanese guy (laughs) who's writing this music. But like there has to be some form of like a science behind it because they really do try to use like really pleasurable stuff. And some of the best, most catchiest stuff has come from that era. Just like how pop Mm -hmm. music, some of the – music in general, some of the catchiest stuff comes from pop music. Yeah, but –
0: you look at you look at the same game. You look at Super Mario Brothers and the level right after you, the second level. Mm. You're underground and everything changes. Mm. So imagine playing that without that soundtrack over it. You wouldn't feel like you're underground. You wouldn't feel like it's a you know you've transitioned to a darker place and you need to get out type thing. Totally. And when you pick up a star, you feel fucking incredible, like untouchable. And so all these little things play a role into your experience in that
1: game. Leading up to the podcast, I went on YouTube and I you can you can go and check out the Mario Star theme from eighty five to like two thousand ten and how it evolved with with each game that 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 was released. The evolution of the It's it's Star. cool. I think Mario Kart might be my favorite. Yeah I think so. I think so. That's it's a nice rich we're, Star sound. <laughs> you're, you're, now
2: we're going SNES or N sixty four. Sixty four. Mario yeah. Kart sixty four. Mario yeah. Kart sixty four had had yeah some of the best audio triggers. Like if I had what is it ASMR? Those people that like freak out over certain sounds and like get Ooh. off on them. Mario Kart sixty four sounds would definitely do that to me. It's very emotionally triggering. <laughs> oh god. it's it's weird it's weird it's like I hear that music like kicking in and then it's like I want to go ahead and play there's not a lot of games that will drag me out of whatever I'm doing to be like yeah let's fucking do
1: it it's funny you describe it that way because I've always said that especially when you're talking like uh, say Mario Party 2 it almost sounds like a slot machine like the like the the way the the melodies come at you and like how smooth they are like you said just kind of brings you right in and keeps you
0: coming back but here's what's interesting. If you go back 10 years and you look at stuff like the original Donkey Kong on arcade, when we took a look at it, only the first level has an actual soundtrack because either I'm guessing it doesn't fit in memory yeah. or they couldn't afford big budget for a soundtrack. So you really have level one with a soundtrack and then the entire rest of the game is terrible. You just to muted. The, yeah. To the point where like level three, it's just constant annoying
1: sounds. It's like nails on a blackboard. Like we were looking we were looking at it, it's like it makes no sense. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so you you talk about Donkey Kong that had very little in terms of soundtracks and you move pretty quickly through time and talking about NES with 8-bit sound, Super Nintendo, Uh, Sega, and then you start moving into the, uh, PlayStation pretty quickly. So, the disc era. As soon as that started happening, I think as soon as, um, N64 started using the, uh, kind of the fuller length tracks, that was it. And it escalated really quickly, pretty much in parallel with our tech, right? So, as we were getting MP3 players and shit, like the music was just getting easier and easier to store on these small cartridges and they could just play full length tracks.
2: Those were the days, man. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, yeah. On Nintendo 64, where they'd cut the songs off after like a minute and a half. It's so fit. true. Yeah, they couldn't fit the entire song on the cartridge, so the songs would get clipped. But on uh, on PlayStation, because you had the CD, it was able to fit all the songs on there.
1: So the PlayStation... So it was a Sony thing, having... Actual full length artist songs. Why That's it? when that, I don't know that, who that started it first.
2: That, right? I'm just thinking of uh, of Th- when it maybe uh, it existed on PC first. Well, well it PC must, for sure. For sure, it,
0: it's a technical limitation <clears throat> at that point, right? Because you can only store so much on a video game cartridge.
2: Yeah, I mean, Killer Instinct had full music soundtracks in there.
0: Not on Nintendo,
2: really. No, I mean on SNES though. It had the it had those those songs. The, the killer, the killer instinct track. The, the killer cuts yeah. CD that came with the game.
0: But the, um, that was on the cartridge on SN- on SNES I, or it came with music that you could like throw on while you're playing killer instinct. I
2: recall all the music being there. I think maybe, uh, the lyrics they removed. They probably took instrumental loops, but like the songs were pretty close to so what ended up being on the CD. But I think the, yeah, you know what? Maybe they were like fully fleshed out songs in the, on the killer cuts CD. But that was good, man. It'd still be awesome to throw that CD on. Kick you, the shit out of someone. Yeah, you throw that on or like, obviously, you know, that or the Mortal Kombat this movie soundtrack and if you throw either of those on. It's like, there's a certain type of, uh, person that you are going to trigger emotionally in a very pleasant way. Some of them may not want to admit it that they really like the Killer Instinct music, but they know they do. Is that, is that you? I love the Killer Instinct music. Look at mine. I hate we look I like it. I have the CD. It nice. was one of the only CDs that stayed in my car. Amazing like years It's like scratched and shit It's like course. skips I don't care It's, it, it, it's, it's playable been, It's been kept
1: it's playable With a couple skips here and there But you know I can improvise Don't worry yeah. It was likely kept In the side door Scratch Yeah <laughs> <forth laughs> As it rolls Every break And break in acceleration No it was in a CD wallet
2: Okay But it's making it up Until the CD wallet Because remember right. The Killer Instinct On Super Nintendo When did I, I was I was still shitting my pants No I wasn't <laughs> But I was pretty young back then
1: Siri telling me 91. Ooh. 1990,
2: yeah? Yeah, 91. And SNES. I had that, that under the, the tree.
1: That was under
0: the
2: tree. I fucking. And SNES was my shit. That was, that was. That was still one of the greatest consoles. Do you remember the Super Game Boy and how you'd be able to just pop your Game Boy cartridges in? Yeah. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, that was fucking sweet. And then they had the uh, the Game Genie stuff.
2: Dude, Game Genie?
1: 96. N64, N64 came out in 96. 96.
2: So there you go. Like, it wasn't that
1: far after. And, uh,. My personal favorite console, N64. Yeah, yeah. N64 is pretty good. Yeah, you are yeah. talking GoldenEye. We're talking about the GoldenEye soundtrack, which is excellent, and particularly wow, Facility wow. too,
2: because everyone played Facility. It was fifteen-hour slaps. Dude, facility uh, was slaps. I, I, can, odd I job.
1: can, I can close my eyes Fun. and hear. I could hear the the doors opening and closing. <sighs> I, I yeah, I can hear it. Like even when you first drop out of the vent, the bathroom stall door. You yeah. know. It opens up like that. He you punch the land on him. Yeah.
2: But that game was,
1: uh. I played six That game's really a whole crazy. level. I
2: don't, did you guys ever end up playing the, the really shitty Wii remake? of no. GoldenEye? No. It was <sighs> terrible. I will sooner give myself a colonic with the disc than play it again. You have to point with no. the remote and move. It's. Is yeah. there a gun? Yeah, everything's, it's, it's GoldenEye, but the worst control yeah, scheme ever and not awful. enjoyable at all. Don't do it. One, one on ten. Half on ten. Yeah,
1: I would like... No, no. I'll pay you to not buy this game. <laughs> Shit. I got a GameCube. That was the last console I had. No, not true. I had a PS2 also. But I basically only used it to play Guitar Hero. PS2 was... PS2 was one, had one of the best libraries. And a, a long run. It had a really mm-hmm. long yeah. run as a console.
2: Like it, it lasted a fucking long time. Dreamcast had really good music too. Shenmue? Dude, Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Oh, that's right. Crazy Taxi Man. The Offspring and Bad Religion. But there's only like two (laughs) songs. Yeah. Yeah. There were only two (laughs) songs from each of them. What was it? It was All I Want. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the other ones. Offspring. I I know there was a Bad Religion song too, that you by Bad Religion. And then there were two more. I can't remember. I think there was even a third. I think there were like three Bad Religion songs and two offspring songs. Yeah, that game had some memorable music.
0: You know, you know what's interesting when you look at kind of we're talking about a lot of different games and genres here. Every soundtrack to every different genre of music is meant to do something different. So, for example, in Crazy Taxi, you want that song where as soon as it comes on, you're foring it. Yeah. Right? That's that's the intent. But you play something like uh, Silent Hill, for example, and the intent is to shit your pants. Oh, Yo, my God. So, in various different soundtracks, it's either going to pump you up. It's going to add intensity to the level. It's going to add tension. It's going to make you feel like shit or it's just going to be amazing. So on top of the gameplay, it's re- really there to to cement the feeling that the game's trying to portray. Like if you were to walk into some really dark, shitty situation and you have some really happy music playing, you're going to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" It's just going to completely break that experience for you.
2: Yeah, you got to you got to set the mood. It's got to serve the music serves the game and not the other way around. You know, you're not you're not trying to like advertise the music. You really need to like well, just like any movie, right? You need to write it to like have that ambiance cemented. Like if you're kicking the shit out of a boss, you want some epic. You can do it. Music, fucking playing triumph. Like yeah, exactly, like, standing to on stand.
1: top of a mountain. Like yeah,
2: you can do it. You know, that's what you need. And just like you said, if it's gonna be scary, it's got to be like calm tense music. It really has to has to serve the purpose. And a lot. Uh, a lot of a game's success can be defined by how well the music serves the game. A lot of people under underrate that, but more people nowadays are actually listening to the music in games and they're forking the cash out for it. That,
1: that was my next question, actually. How do you feel, and I I, I have no idea my, what the actual numbers are, but you feel like an artist putting their, their song in, say, uh, NHL, something like that, you feel like there's a good turnaround? You think that really works out for the artist? 100%. It's a great way to get your music out.
2: Hundred percent. How much
1: better can it get? You're, it's on the game. Somebody's buying and having in their in their house, and they'll play it. Well, hopefully, over and over, and you hit everyone. Mm-hmm. There's no target
2: demographic anymore. It's people that want to play NHL. There's 40-year-old dads that fucking love hip-hop and will listen to the hip-hop that like listen to it. And there's like five-year-old kids on there saying that they fucked my mom and that they're assholes and you know, beating the shit out of me online, <laughs> but they're listening to whatever the hell they... It's because these how this is how I define kids. The kids have a very select vocabulary that they got from Lord knows who, but they need some soap to be run on their fucking tongues. Yeah. But... of the time, these five-year-old kids have somehow had sex with my mother without me knowing uh, or either of us knowing each other or living anywhere near each other. It's It's very strange. It's a crazy time we live in. (laughs) So I will always define these kids as such. Or the word squeakers. Squeakers. But Squeaker. Yes, they are squeakers. So that's exactly what they yeah. sound like. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's what they are. It's this fucking squeak toy that's getting chewed by a dog. You know,
1: <laughs> well, but all this just to say, that I'm I, 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 sensing a lot of aggravation here. Years well, of online gaming and having we'll these do that. kids
2: yell at you, like it'll do it. You know, and it's I don't have the time in the middle of a round where I'm trying to you know help my team out to like go and like find this person and mute them, and if they're on my team, I'm screwed because I need his help. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Settle down, settle down, okay. Settle, settle but down. all this was just to say that, like, from the little squeaker kid who like listens to whatever the hell he wants to listen to, up until like the you know 40, 50 year old guys, because like the median age of gaming is upper thirties, you know. What's like, us? Exactly. So for all those people that have all these preferences, they have no choice if they want to play NHL. They got to listen
1: to your shit. They can well, turn it off. Later. I mean, we, we're also talking about uh, Vice City. Oh God! Yes. And and talking about. Uh, young kids having this like resurgence of old music 80s Dude, specifically so I, I think i feel like the game affected the culture i i don't feel like the game was brought up as because there was a resurgence of 80s kind of retro feel at that time when did vice city come out jimmy
2: jimmy get in the
1: books yeah get in the books <laughs> get the research hold on hold on i'm on it i'm on it well look for for vice city specifically 2002 2002, yeah, yeah. Through. Early 2000s, there was a major 80s push. Like I was, like I was saying just before we got on the record. Um, after that game came out, I played that fucking thing so much. Even our parties, I would put together eight-hour 80s playlists so that we can just run them all night. Why not? You can still Flock a Seagulls. These bands I would have never fucking heard of if it wasn't for this game. That's very true.
0: You can still to this day go find like Electroshock and play that radio station. The the, the curator list exists.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I'm so, going to check that out. I, I, I think bet even that's even on if you Spotify. Want Spotify.
0: It's, yeah. it's up yeah, there. Yeah, I'm
2: going to check that Spotify's out. Spotify's got to have like guaranteed. I I that might be one of the best put together soundtracks ever. I'm talking about like f- ever films mm-hmm. Films, TV shows, and like any type of media combined, like that was. It was scarring almost to the point to which that, like, you got to, like, really know these songs. And not only really knew these songs, you really liked them because they were catchy. They were, like, you know, tried, tested, and true hits from, like, years ago. They have, what? When they come out? You said 2005? 2002. 2002. All right. So roughly 22 years theoretically of like research for them to be like, which songs yeah. are still going to work on people? And then they just took them. They threw them in and we ate it up. It was just, it was too well done. Well, I,
0: what's interesting is the selection. They had so many different channels that like, if you weren't into electronic shit, you could go to. Storm there was rock a hip hop channel. channel. There was a, there was a straight there rock was a channel. channel. Exactly.
1: But there was even talk radio. Yeah, it was the- so well done that even the talk radio was interesting. I would go on. Everybody knows this. You get to a point when you're playing a Grand Theft Auto game where you just want to be in the city and drive around and fuck shit up, right? Yeah, like that inevitably ends up happening with Vice City. That phase never ended because the game was relatively easy to beat. Yeah. It wasn't a very hard game. So, as soon as you beat the game, then you're left with okay, I'm just going to cruise around and listen to these funny guys. And I'm going to listen to Mr. Mister and Broken Wings and hang out you know, in yeah, nice yeah, city. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I think that's the, was the best. San Andreas was good too. Oh, the Grand Theft Auto, you got to give props. Well, Rockstar
2: knows what they're doing yeah. with soundtracks. Like if you played like Red Dead Redemption, even like they nailed all the feelings that you needed to feel. Like that scene, was it when you first seen Mexico there?
1: I saw him play at his place. So like
2: it. and then it just like kicks in and you're like I'm going to cry this is beautiful I'm watching the magnificent 7 like what's going on yeah. and they just you know they, they rock rockstars on their shit This podcast sponsored by Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> they're paying you ain't it? apparently. Pay-
1: it seems <laughs> they're like everyone, paying you now.
0: Everyone we get here recently is being paid by someone except
1: us. <laughs> what was it Johnny was mentioning uh oh he yeah, was really yeah, pushing was Mars Volta. Volta. Mars Volta. He was big on Mars Volta. Just keep pushing. Just pushing. Keep going. And Mars Volta could,
2: could have fit their way easily into any, like, Grand Theft Auto games. You put on, like, the weirdo channel. Yeah. And just have it
1: the Mars Volta
2: the whole time. You're good. That's great. Just,
1: even just the jam sessions in between the, the, the real song parts, you know? Yeah, so, so just <laughs> cut it up, put it on. Don't even credit. Just go. So we be like, what the hell is this? It's...
2: No one's going to sit there and sue you and be like, well, that's Mars Volta on September 7th of 2007.
1: <laughs> You're a musician too, right? Yeah. Your, what bands are you active with right now uh, I'm in a band called victories that is my current active amazing super fantastic pop punk act right pop punk oh but save victories have you guys have a new song you want to push out now you have like a new outlet and often gamers are music fans I either sure. totally goes hand in hand so you have like you can add something to your package now you can you're also the musician and you can put your band out there using that.
2: Yeah, I do that with uh, like any like prepared content. That, like, I'll upload if I like throw it on know, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. I'll throw in my band's music in the background so that a it's not copyrighted and it won't get flagged, and b it's you know it's re- very reflective of who I am as a person as well. I try to like, I. I Decided to stop writing music that didn't make me feel like me, and
1: and what's cool is I can use it to to define myself. It's, we it's, use it's music, uh, we use our own music on the podcast as well. Yeah, absolutely. We?
0: And what's interesting is if we look back at some of the the game music that influenced us from soundtracks and stuff, and you look at Top Gear, mm-hmm. that specifically, like if I just turn on my synth pedal, I can play you some Top Gear stuff.
1: It's crazy how much Top Gear Track One sounds like Bliss from Muse. Yeah. It starts. I got that uh, yeah, yeah, that, that scale there. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I th- I was almost positive that the because you you hear this as a recurring theme in Muse in their in their albums. I feel I, I was almost positive that the composer of the Top Gear soundtrack was working with Muse That's like, for something. It's just even the sound that they used was like very video gamey. You know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't just the notes. You know it's how it sounded.
0: Well, I I even think to this day they they play off it a little bit, too, still. Sure. Especially The Synth. I mean, one of their new albums are all about that.
1: Well, a whole era of music was arguably uh, influenced by video games. You know, the whole... The silent influencer. Yeah, Metal
2: metalheads. man. They play all these, like, beautiful, sweep arpeggio classic music that you can actually turn around, program in 8-bit, and throw over Castlevania, and it fits perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... That it's just it's all crossed and just bled into each other, you know. Whether it's people like reproducing other people's works in like a different format, like how uh, rock and roll racing was, right?
1: It's hilarious, dude! Yeah. Did you check out some of that? I wasn't able to, but uh, Highway Star came out. Like, there's no way. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I think to this day you still have meaty reproductions of some classic songs, and there some of them come people out like fucking it. awesome. So I mean, the genre's not dead. I just wish. Like, I had an easier way to hook up my NES just, and my SNES.
1: It's just one of those things. Say what the fuck you want about gaming. And as much as you might have something negative to say about it, it is part of our culture. Yeah, 100%. It, it's there. Like, Period.
0: I could rattle off a dozen game names and you, you know guys what? would instantly know a song I'm talking about from from that.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, we went the whole episode and I wanted to say this at the beginning to give somebody, some something... For the audience to anticipate. We wanted to do a top five. At the end of the episode, we wanted to give... Just fire off top five video game soundtrack songs. Specific songs. Mm-hmm. So if it's from a specific level, we're going to identify the level, etc. Those are the rules, people.
0: One of the so soundtracks annual. you li- you linked today was like... You were really fond of that one. Was it... Uh, Donkey
1: Kong Country? No. Or, was
0: w- it- or well, maybe both.
2: Was the Valiant Hearts? Uh,
0: Valiant Heart. I I didn't play that. I don't know what that
2: is. But they gave they gave this game actually away for free as a DLC on because PlayStation Plus. Well, Xbox is the same thing now. Every month they give you free games, right? For your if monthly. you're subscribed. And one uh, one month they gave this this indie game. I try to try all the games, just, you know, to a well, to try them and be to like broaden you know a bit of the horizons. And so one game was called like Valiant Hearts: The Great War, and it takes place World War One, by the way. And there's a couple of different perspectives, but they're going through, like, the hardships of war. You know, it's not, like, pretty. There's, like, one guy who's, like, running through. He's a medic. He's got a dog with him, and there's, like, dead wounded soldiers. It's drawn in a very, like, cartoony way, very much, like, French animation. I know exactly what you're talking about. Madeline. Yes. uh, So that style. So it's a side-scrolling game, but the music is, like, 95% of the game. And there's one scene where you get to like a battlefield covered in like dead bodies and you have that song. I actually wrote it. It's called War Makes Men Mad. And it was like it's just a super sad song. And like you're playing and you're – this game actually, for me anyways, got me choked up a bit at certain parts. Like, And it was – it wasn't a super 3D game. It wasn't real. No. It was – there was no realism in it. But it was like an emotional journey through like this game. And it was just like tell a story. You know, and there's the there's a few games that I really like that I like that where music plays like a key role in the game.
0: I I love that when you hit a point in a game and the the music comes on and you're just like oh my fucking god. For me it was uh, Call of Duty when um, Rolling Stones came on. Oh, Sympathy for you're Sympathy. the, you you're, on the you're on the boat on the river and this fucking song comes on and you're like I got to have to kill I'm just, I'm about to get on the machine gun to this boat. And we're about to drive it through the river, but this song is amazing. And you don't know if you should be happy in the moment or really depressed, but
2: it works. It does its job. Uh, some people, they, they, they earn their paychecks when it comes to musical direction.
1: They yeah, like um, in the ad, um, they used Mad World, but the remake. What of War. Gears of War. Gears of War. That oh, ad was was very special. Was it Gears 3?
2: Yeah, it was Gears 3. Yeah, I remember that. that that yeah, that commercial sold a lot of no people shit. on the game with like the dark imagery that they used. It was really, really it was well done, really smart. I don't think it was in the game though. No, they're more of a symphonic soundtrack type of. I would uh, imagine type
1: of people. Final Fantasy style uh, orchestral. That's yeah, another big epic. That's another big one.
2: You a Final Fantasy fan? I, I'm not a big JRPG fan. I I, I on the and in, in the SNES days, yes, I used to play like you know Chrono Trigger, Secret Mana, you know the the, the Square games. Um, but then after that, it was like Final Fantasy wise, I played seven. Uh, I started to play eight and just got fed up when I encountered the card game too much. People that played it will know the card fucking card. (laughs) Um, but then that was it for me. I tried to play Final Fantasy online and I just like, I'm like, no, I'm not getting into another big game. Destiny is coming back. And so that's what happened.
0: And you you were talking about Destiny soundtrack too, how that's huge, right? And and that's all written music.
2: It's, uh, it's entirely like, Compositions, their scores, and like Destiny, like they had one for like the base game when it came out. And then when their big expansion, Taken King, came out, which like changed the whole landscape of the universe, there was another like 44 song soundtrack. Oh my god. Like 44 in the first one, 44 in the second one, then they had the third big expansion for Destiny, which was Rise of Iron, Another one, and it's like very epic, grandiose. Like it's like, it's set in the future after like a golden age, but like the whole world has kind of gotten destroyed so you're like in the last city of like people alive and they have lots of like mythology about like old guardians that had died that were like the Iron Lords and it's just really epic flames and fire and wolves and like they they went with
1: Iron Maiden wrote a song about this? Not Iron Maiden. But like it's... <laughs> it sounds like they went
2: very epic. And then Destiny 2 came out and they like stepped it up like two notches. I don't know who called the shots on that one and who managed to pull it off. But like to actually get the soundtrack better than Destiny 1 was something I didn't think could be doable. And like every single... Like the missions, the encounters, when you get to a certain thing, a musical cue will trigger. And like sometimes it's big. Like Destiny 1, the last mission, that's the link that I sent you guys. You get to, like, the final boss of the game. Not the raid boss. The final boss of the game. And you're finding these, like, three giant robots that are supposed to, like, be in the heart of what they call the Black Garden. Which is the source of, like, the darkness. The evil in the world. And you're doing it. And these robots just start spawning in. These big giant ones you gotta kill. And then the most epic song ever triggers. I wrote it. It's the first thing on my list. It's called Excerpt from the Union. And it happens in this last mission in the game. And you... If you got to do a really tough task, put the song on. I guarantee you can do it. I guarantee you. you can it just
0: it'll pump you up. To that lift point. a
2: car with your bare hands. I guarantee you could do it. Put it down on paper. Pony promises you. It's a pony promise. It's a pony promise. Hashtag pony promise. <laughs> 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 that you can lift a car while listening to the Destiny soundtrack. So is that
0: is that like your number one on the top five?
2: That uh, yeah, that is the number one in my so top five. So you're backwards. Is What's the worst? The worst. See the problem with me not. See the worst is is relative. Like the I put one on the list because it has to be there. But I know it, it, it could be on anyone from the the eighties and nineties list. Is from Mega Man Two, Doctor Wily's Castle. Like that song. Everyone knows this freaking song when it kicks in. It's it's like a classic, but it's like it's not gonna be. It's like it's pretty. It's but pretty. At epic. Least, Look, at we least won't play them
1: all, but I'm very curious. At least
2: you didn't tell me Dalceem
0: from Street Fighter. Dalceem like from, from Street
1: Younger movie.
0: That no, no no but his uh, his Wiley, soundtrack his theme is I uh, I, don't re- I cool. just
2: all I remember is the elephant in the background yeah uh, yeah cool but like I see the, the problem was trying to pick like five because as I'm like doing it I get into like a black hole I'm like shit I remember Scratching this moment and I'm like I remember this moment so I like I went down I was like no I need to calm down I really need to calm down but
0: yeah I guess so it's just more team. like a top ten kind of top five it's, and a half hold on
2: one two three four five six then it's just t- speaking I have a general soundtrack. And then there's a seven.
1: Okay, you sure. know what? You, go ahead. Okay. You're the guest. You can just... just all right, I'm going to steamroll just this. Just go ahead. i I'm going to tear you
2: up right now. I'm going to tear you up with this little list, all right? <laughs> all right. So number two in the list, if you've played Diablo 1, 2, or 3, you know exactly what song I'm talking about. It's the, the Tristram music. Um, from Diablo's Composed... See, this guy I remember because I was obsessed with the soundtrack back in the days. His name was Matt Yulman. He did, I think, the entire soundtrack or most of it. And he's a guitar player. Cool. And he wrote that, like, super creepy, like...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see, this yeah. is Good.
2: creepy. Amazing uh, song. Next song is from Chrono Trigger because you can't go wrong. JRPGs, I told you, there were some that were in there. Uh, when You Meet Frog... Uh, he has his own. One, I'm a sucker for epic music. I realize this. Like when, when you first meet him, he has this super epic flashback with the soundtrack. When he gets his sword, it's like another like you can do it. Oh, but in eight bit, it just felt like super nice and it was really well written and it was rather pleasant to hear. Multiple times. Like, even now, like, I I, I was at a point where I had the sheet music to play this, like, on the piano when I wanted to. It was... It's a really, really good song. You're obsessed. It's... Not that I was obsessed. It's just... It's (laughs) such a good song that, like, it makes me happy to be able to play it. I get it. There's certain jingles that people... Oh, man, that feels nice. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. So... Yeah, you can't go wrong. Valiant Hearts, that War Makes Men Mad song, it's very sad. Uh, if Wait, you, if it. you're ever in a hole and you're feeling sad and you want to make yourself sadder like we all somehow need to do... Sometimes, don't, some, don't do that, that day or, comes from time to time, yeah. Throw yeah. That on. You need a good cry, War Makes Men Mad. Uh, another classic, which no one's going to forget, and this, I mean, yes, the first level in particular, but I think the entire game, Contra, on mm-hmm. the Nintendo, like... There was a band called Vomitron. What a stupid name, Vomitron. <laughs> but they're a really good band. And what they did is they did instrumental of all of Contra from the very beginning to the end. It's like a 13-minute song. Cool. And it's 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 super well done. Let's just say it's 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 perfect in, in every sense. And gotcha, then that. Donkey Kong Country, all this, the underwater levels.
0: Got uh, a very specific theme, right? They
2: had that aqueous theme. Which That's very like, counter the rest of your list. It, it, yeah, but it sets the mood, and it really is its creepy. But you're going to notice, like, a lot of the melodies in the songs that I really like are similar in how they would make someone feel. Whether they're serving a happy or, yeah, or a yeah, bad purpose, yeah. they hit you a certain way that, like, that's how I can tell, like, I'm going to like the song. I'm going to like the song. Like, and you get then, that, like,
0: oh, shit moment as soon as it comes in.
2: And then the last thing that I think really serves the best purpose, uh, there's a video game out there called Don't Starve. Uh, it's fantastic game. It's a top-down uh, type of game where you're running through these creepy woods, and basically you got to survive. you got to not starve. The animation style is very much what would happen if, like, Tim Burton got control of a video game. Oh, cool. And the music is very much what would happen if Danny Elfman was doing the soundtrack for Tim Burton's <laughs> video game. Like, they serve each other super well. You're literally... It's like a cartoony Minecraft... If Tim Burton did Minecraft from a top-down version, that's the game you'd end up... 2D... Yeah. yeah, it's to
0: top down. It's fucking awesome game, and too. that's
2: that, that's why I had to mention because honestly, it's the only game on this entire list that like starting the game up and sitting in the menu is a pleasurable experience strictly due to no the game. I'm
0: surprised you didn't say uh, papers, please. Papers, please. Yeah,
2: no, no. That's it for my list. That's 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 what I wrote. It's next. a solid list, dude. So people yeah. should be listening to.
0: I'm uh, I'm concerned that we're gonna have some similar songs because we kind of like Nintendo stuff.
1: Yeah, I I said at the beginning of this, man, I'm an old schooler, so the ones that are relatable to me, I'll just fire them off. Go go for it, because I have backups in case we've got some drugs. I'll fire them off, I'll fire them off. Tetris? No, of course. Man. A or B? A. Not B? I (laughs) love B as well, but I couldn't put them both on the list. But yeah, Tetris, A. I work work for FedEx, right? Yeah. And uh, before I was a driver on the road, I used to stack cans. With boxes, it was a real life like Tetris game, and I always thought how amazing it would be for me to be able to listen to Tetris at the station while I did the job. Amazing, dude! The only thing that would be missing would be the disappearing rows when you got like a when you got a full row. Come yeah. Kick the cans down. Yeah, that's what. That does. <laughs> Someone get him a long one, please. <laughs> Turn it. Turn it. That's it. <laughs> second, second song on the list: Super Mario Brothers Two. Underground episode. uh, The the underground soundtrack in Super Mario 2. Wow, you went niche there. Dude, because Mario 2 was always one of my favorites. I mean, it never stood against Mario 3 or anything like that. I'm not going to say it was one of the best Marios. I, I know it had its drawbacks and it wasn't a real Mario game as far as anybody's concerned but i really liked that game there was something about that game and i think it's the pulling out the vegetables whole mm-hmm. from the ground really satisfying to me i don't know That's why throwing the turnip at <laughs> someone exactly. i'm throwing the turnip and shit like oh, i used to love that That's what anyway the vegetable mom <laughs> the underground uh yeah the underground uh, soundtrack for that that was uh, particularly memorable for me top gear track 1 we had already mentioned it before like and another one that i played the the, the whole Game only had four songs, you know, so eventually you just, you know, keep repeating them. So the, the first track, though, you you know, the Top Gear soundtrack. That's the one that I listened to. In the, yeah, uh, we put the, it in the, the feed there. Anyways, that was one of my favorites. Mario Party, uh, Mario Party 2, the Horrorland theme. Oh. Yeah, I really loved that one. And in doing research of the podcast, I kind of went back and I was looking at I was, I was listening to all these like what games did I play and I just checked out all the soundtracks. This one really stood out to me. And finally, uh, Goldeneye Facility. Oh, man. See, that's what I thought you were going to say, so I had to have a backup.
0: Yeah. But I do have a backup, so don't worry about that. I, I always liked the ghost levels in Mario. I found that the the soundtracks to the ghost levels were always really cool because yeah. it was always like a blum, 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 blum. And then you got to the castle and it was a very similar...
1: Yeah, it's just, creepy.
2: Yeah, they you're they like, I, you. I don't
0: really want to be in here. Let's go. Let's hurry up. And then... They kind of rush you through the level because it's creepy, and you end up dying yeah. by accident a lot because you're like, fuck, I didn't see that stupid ghost. It's 8-bit creepy. Yeah. In the panic
2: of the scary <laughs> moment. Yeah. This, this is how people get off in slasher films. It's <laughs> this, this a slap. You panic. Yeah. The Mario Castles are small slasher films for innocent digital plumbers to die repeatedly in. <laughs> all it is. Jesus. Ja- the coked up Japanese guy's wet dream. Got it. Got it. <laughs>
0: Uh, my list. I guess uh, Give So it I seat. got a mix of PC and Nintendo stuff here. Doom, uh, Episode 1, Mission 1. Of course. Uh, at Doom's Gate. I think that's what it's called. Oh, my. Uh, classic. Absolutely classic. Just a movie. great metal song. Well, <laughs> the thing for that is that I was gro- when, when I was growing up, I, I had easy access to a powerful computer to, at my neighbor's place. Right. And he was always running these new games. So Doom was on the list for sure because who doesn't love that? And then Duke Nukem 3D is oh, man. next up on there. So those were two metal songs that, I, uh, to this day, I'll, I could put that on the car. That, oh, no yeah. problem.
2: I think Megadeth has done both of them.
1: Uh, definitely Duke Nukem. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
2: And I want to say
1: maybe even the maybe, new one. Maybe. Like, even the new Doom, like, they brought, a, brought it back, like, a la metal. And yeah, it's... it's, it's was that uh, 3D? No,
2: no, no. No, no, Doom. like the Oh, they Doom. Doom. Sorry. They rebooted,
1: they rebooted Doom like...
2: Doom and it's the music is really fast paced. It serves the game; they want you to flow fluidly through it. And it's,
0: uh, it does the job.
2: Oh man, <laughs> it's smooth. It's literally smooth. you're running around killing. There's no aiming down sights like in these. You're running around just mowing shit down with this music. Just well, that's like, what it's meant to do, right?
0: Is like put you in this rage of killing things. And I was saying, imagine, Rampage. Rampage imagine at the time was, yeah. when when you lo- loaded into Doom for the first time ever, and this was the soundtrack, and you're like. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. And the demons are shooting at you, and you have a rocket launcher, and it's no whole You're by. likely
1: a young person, too. I was quite young, yeah. yeah.
0: Doom was... It's, it's big. I want to say about 12 years old.
1: Yeah, that makes and sense. And Doom, Doom was like... Parents were like, That game is violent and gory. You shouldn't play it. You, you can tell from the cover. You look at the cover, you you're know? like, Yeah, it's I don't want my demon. kids playing this. Yeah, he's yeah, like <laughs> shooting <demons laughs> from point blank. Uh,
2: <laughs> and Duke Nukem.
1: So, I was going to say
0: Goldeneye... Off the list. I, I threw it out. I, I, you, I did. You, out you of took here, it. Kaibosh. So, Mario Brothers uh, 3, the Hammer Brothers theme song. Oh my God. That's such a muck yeah. track, dude. Yeah.
1: That's like what you play on bass
2: after track. Exactly.
0: Um, Street Fighter 2, Guile's theme song.
2: I should like, listen to that. That is very epic. It's, it's so
1: good. So, you can
2: do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. uh, that was my ringtone for a very long time. That's
1: a great ringtone. Yeah,
0: I I, uh, I bring it back every now and then. But with the iPhone, uh, it's yeah. a little bit more difficult. It's an
1: extra step. You Just buy it. Yeah, You just to buy it. I don't no, know about you that. just
2: uh, you make it and then rename it to an M4R and drop it in iTunes. Yeah, yeah I just but don't you don't want to do that. What, what
1: was the cost? Is it cost? A dollar or something? Ew, you got to give a dollar. Worth. It's not worth yeah. the work, dude. Yeah. What do you mean? How long do you have to took no, for a dollar? I just don't want to do it. Nostalgia.
0: No, a piece of nostalgia is Zelda's theme. the Classic.
2: Of course.
0: I mean that's that's my number oh, one. That's man. that's what's going to be up there. And I don't feel bad that people missed out because I missed out on it first, and I was like, oh shit, stop everything when we were we
1: we're doing some prep for this. I was like, this this is no going Zelda on. Is We we listened to the. Man, how much do you want to play games after having this fucking talk? I feel like playing sixty four, or just some <laughs> old school something. I look like a person who's not going to end play. up playing games within a twelve hour
2: window. I'm,
0: I'm playing when that's I go home point. for sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter to. what time it is. I have
1: to. I don't even have a console. To... Well, then I you... I'll give you one. Yeah, yeah. I have a PlayStation, but it's collecting I'll, dust. I'll, so I'll, give me just, don't I'll give you another one. Just Give me another one. Just take another PlayStation. Another PlayStation. <laughs> I give it to you.
0: Um, we saw the what was it the 25th anniversary remake of Zelda's theme in like orchestral form.
2: Not the one that just came by, like not too it's, long. ago? I did like,
0: that. We saw it at the house the other day. Oh yeah, that's it. It right. was beautiful. On YouTube, man. yeah. I'll show you in a bit. It was fantastic. Just. Full, full orchestra. 100 plus full people. orchestra
1: Legend of Zelda. Dude, yeah. Some of the most beautiful arrangements, man. Like, it's just the flutes come in. You're just like, wow. But that's... See, once again, they've
2: had decades to perfect that. Mm-hmm. And just add on to... Like, it, the song already, fundamentally, is like all positive
1: notes. It's all amazing. It's so true. It's... Mm-hmm. One, it's I'm telling you, there is a science with
2: those coked-out Japanese... This podcast yeah, that, that, brought to you by the coked-out Japanese guys, Union. <laughs> All right? Because there's too many times we dropped this name. we got to say it. Yeah. like, the Kota Japanese guys, yeah. they were writing some, like, crazy shit. And, like, a, there has to be a
1: science because, once again, they use all these positive... But that's what I was trying to... sweet spot. Hitting that's me. what I was trying to examine, whether there's something related in songwriting with the pop songs. You know, because, like... Dude, Mario... How many plays do you think the Mario theme has? It's it, worldwide. It's worldwide. World out. It's world it, like, out. how many plays? They sold uh, it, through... What is the number here? The Mario franchise sold 500 something like 580 million units. But it's still actively being
2: brought back. Oh yeah, 100 but they, they they're uh, milking it. Nintendo has a problem where they like they pick for like the nostalgia and they like to cherry pick from that same thing and it, I'm very surprised that they didn't keep going back to that barrel in particular. I'm like, you only use it like 3 or 4 times. That's a little strange considering you made 400 games about an Italian plumber. Mm mm-hmm. you know, uh, Well, no
0: shit. what's even mm-hmm. more surprising is you look at Super Mario Run on mobile. There's no, I think only the star sound is kind of close.
1: It's from like
0: the kind of like the what you would expect from a Mario game Okay, for star.
1: 40 million units sold of Mario of Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers original on NES. Over 40 million units sold. How many fucking plays of that song? There's it's a lot. it's crazy, but I mean, you to, you, you also a, a it wasn't by choice. For no the people, which is and, interesting, and
2: it's also the first fucking thing you encountered mm-hmm. in this game. Like yeah, there was no choice to go about it. So like a lot of people have it burned into their memories, and it may be associated with like childhood pleasantness versus them actually liking the song.
1: Mm. The
2: day. You know, when you're forced through stuff like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, bring that back. The first song we always encountered on the N64 version because it was. A pre-programmed rotation was Goldfinger Superman, so that song totally every every time I hear it, it brings me back I, to like some of the best days of my life.
1: Not to mention I'm a big Goldfinger fan in general. Yeah, so you, I mean, you,
2: you can't go wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but I mean, yeah, totally. It was just it was a really good song. It served. It came. It comes out of the gates like running, like da da da, yeah. and you're just like Yahoo! Here yeah, we go! Yeah. And you're just like yeah. so I true. Didn't mean to drop Mario and Tony pro skater, but. Mario. Was <laughs> he, that ever? A thing he got he in there, jumped somewhere. on a skateboard, and started riding around. Well, I was going to say, I've never seen uh, Mario have his own skateboarding game. He's at tennis. He's at soccer. No skateboarding. No. They should combine
1: Golf. skateboarding with uh, Golf, yeah. no, um, Smash Brothers. So, like, it's like... A, Super Skate Brothers? Uh, skate Brothers, where they're, like, battling or something. It'll be, like, picture Mario Kart. No, oh, it would just the, be Mario Kart, Kart Battle at that point. It yeah. sounds like the type of <laughs>
2: game that you would find, like, when you downloaded a pirated emulation pack, <laughs> and you had all these, like, third-party games that some random dude made in his basement, He's was like, it's Mario on skateboards fighting each other. <laughs> all right, dude, these Mario it is, Battle It's Mario Battleboards. What? Is this
0: Battletoads? Can... What game is this? Battletoads had a good soundtrack, by the way. Battletoads. I-,
2: I looked at that, and I was like, man, that's... But There's a lot of games like I chose to admit out of like prin- like but Zelda. I was like out of principle, I don't have to say this. Pony plays. Pony plays on 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 Twitch and
1: you'll find you on Twitch on Facebook, Instagram. That's where I'm most active. You if
2: you want to get in touch with me or see what I'm up to when I'm streaming, follow it on uh, on Instagram. I'll post stupid videos and very vulgar things, and uh, you also know when I'm going live. I uh, I think I'm gonna pick up Destiny. And play with you in a in a week or two. Why Tuesday, not? Tuesday it comes out. Uh, I might not do a release date. I, I
0: don't have time for that shit.
2: I'm just saying. You can preload. Preload actually already started on Battle.net, and you have to play it through Battle.net. It's not available on Steam or anywhere else.
1: Battle.net exclusively. Okay. Oh, do it's that. Activision, right? So they're using yeah. Blizzard servers. That's true. I don't want to lose them, dude.
2: What do you mean? I'm going to lose him. Okay, here's the thing. You're not going to lose me. I've got to edit this podcast. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. This sign-off is getting altered and is going to include me going on the record with what I think about Destiny 2. In Destiny 1, the big problem that Bungie had is that they always listened to the community. It's funny that I'm saying it's a big problem. Mm -hmm. Bungie would always listen to the community's feedback and the people that whine the loudest were the people that they listened to and they made adjustments for. Whether it was in weapon balancing, where they would take guns and nerf them for PvP, but it also got nerfed in like Pv. They really upset a lot of people, and they listened to a lot of feedback. A big thing in Destiny was people were saying they couldn't get all the gear because it was forcing them to grind the game. They couldn't complete stupid, uh, hard uh, endgame activities, and therefore they couldn't get that gear either. So what Bungie did is they took this game, they... Stripped it of all the cool quality of life changes they made over the three years of Destiny, and they made it a game that they ca- uh, catered to the casual player. So the reason why I'm saying this is you don't need to dump 400 hours into the game to get everything out of the game that you want. You won't lose your friend.
0: Right now, at right this now. point. Yeah, when they add content, game on.
2: I do, but I do, I, I'm going to do it by choice. But I'm telling you, like Destiny 2 is not as, as deep as everyone anticipated it to be. Also, we are comparing what everyone does is they compare Destiny 2 to Destiny 1 at the end of its life cycle. Which Instead is of at the fair. beginning. Yeah. Because vanilla side by side is monumentally better. The problem is is that they made a bunch of good quality of life changes that they should have brought in Destiny 2. But you won't lose your friend and he'll still be able to complete all the shit. I am just an addict. Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> no, well, look. I have look, a problem. Look, I, I mean, I think... I mean, everybody has a vice to lean on, you know? You no? Know? That's so, okay. Sometimes it's more than one. I, I, I stream my vice. So there you like, go.
2: I, I, it keeps me in check. It keeps me interacting with people. And, uh, and it's actually a hell of a lot of fun. I really, really like streaming.
1: I like shooting the shit with people. Um, and just meeting people. It's yeah. a fun age we live in. Like mm-hmm. this podcast, for example. Where can they find us, Mug?
0: You can find us on Facebook at the DBTH guys. Uh, or you can shoot us an email, thedbthguys at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, uh, not YouTube yet, but maybe soon. Very soon. And uh, you might even, if you're, uh, if we're gonna, if you're gonna check out the uh, Twitch channel, maybe I'll be in there every now and then, saying what's up.
1: Yeah, sure. Come hang out. And finally, remember, everybody, make, make some, some time, time for, music. for music.
2: It's fucking important.